What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Other Stuff Podcast. We know you've been waiting. You know you've been excited. You know you've been just dying for this episode. Well, here it is. You're welcome. <laughs> and so uh, this is Sweets, and we have Dubs. Yeah, I'm here again. He's here again. That's right. And today we got Legs. Legs. What's up, guys? Legs is My with second us. time on the show. It it's is. been a while. It has. What was the last one we did? I think when you were here, we did... Um, Jeez, I think it was like what what people do for money or like some no, stupid. No, we no. did um, caution, proceed it? with yeah, yeah, violence, well, yeah in violence in America. Yeah, that was a good yeah, one. That, that was, was a good, good one. one. We I had Skippy here. Skippy. Yeah, yeah, that was a good episode. So what do we got today? Today we're doing a little crossover. We just did some, um, we just did some Facebook stuff with cigars and socks and um, hashtag cigars and socks. Hash, yeah, exactly. Hashtag cigars and socks. And what we did is we brought in um, a bunch of different cigars to rate, right? rated them so if you want to check that out you got to go to uh cigars and socks on instagram and watch the video or you can go to uh facebook and you can just type in cigars and socks hashtag i'm sure you'll find it uh, and you can watch that but today on this episode we're going to dig dig a little deeper um and so we're going to do kind of like a uh cigars 101 right cigars 101 and so for those of you that enjoy cigars and for those experts just you know give us a break we don't know everything but we're going to talk <laughs> about you know don't judge you know you can leave comments but I think what we're going to talk about today is, is really like, um, you know, for the new person grabbing a cigar. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and I want to hear from all three of us. I want to talk about it like, you know, what do you look for when you get a cigar? What do you do with it? Where do you keep it? Do you, do you keep it in a humidor? You know, what kind of equipment you got? So, so let's talk about that for a second. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start with you, uh, Dubs. You seem to be probably the most. Uh, sure. Yeah, you, you're, you're in. Like, you're all He's in. All you're in, you're yeah. balls deep in the I cigar mean, world, right? I still have a lot to learn. I'm actually, so I'm, I'm over halfway there. The cigar club I belong to, I'll, I'll give them a shout-out. I hope you guys follow their shit. It's Two Guys Smoke Shop. They got three locations in New Hampshire. Owner Dave Garofalo, great dude. Yeah. Um, so I have a locker there. And they got a podcast, too. They have a podcast. The longest-running cigar podcast in the country. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Those, those guys know a lot about Every cigars. Every Saturday afternoon. a lot. So you're involved with some heavy hitters. Yeah, but they have – so as part of their rewards program, they teach a cigar class, a private cigar class taught by Dave himself. Mm. And I have a little over half the points I need on my membership there oh, to get the cigar class. Nice. And I'm wicked excited to get there. I mean, you got to spend like five grand at this place before right. you get enough points get for the thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm well over halfway there. <laughs> so, what's the cost? What's idea? the cost without the without the rewards? Is there a cost? I don't know. I don't think he does it. Okay. I think it's yeah, only like can you can you like, can just buy hardcore in? members? So if you're listening, you can't even just go buy this. This is like I don't know. Maybe he does it. I don't. I've never asked. I've always just been like, I'm gonna save up the points and I'm gonna get this thing. <laughs> like a kid at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm gonna get. Dude, the, I'm getting that fucking go kart. Right. <laughs> what two million tickets? <laughs> yeah. I'll, get, I'll there. get it. Yeah. I'll get there. Forty-seven for one mil- years for old. For one million, you get, you get a pencil eraser. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with this. You guys start talking to us about Cigars 101. Where are you at? What are you sure. doing? Teach us. Sure. Learn us a few so, things. All right. So let's about, say. Let's start with what I'm smoking right now. Yeah. So right now I'm smoking an Oliva Siri V. This is a tremendous cigar. It's not for your faint of heart. This is definitely not like Cigar 101. Don't buy this cigar if it's your first cigar. You're going to get sick and never smoke another cigar. Right. So this is a really full body cigar. It's a sun grown Habana. It's a very, very good cigar. Um, 
It was 2014 Cigar Aficionado, number one cigar in the world. Mm. Uh, 2019, it was number six. It constantly is in the top ten for over a decade. This thing is a kick-ass premium cigar. Um, I just wanted to brag about it a little bit. It's you not, did. You just did cheap, it. But I love this cigar. We all just heard you do it. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, if I was – so, like, when I first started smoking cigars, I started like every other random-ass dude smoke cigars. I got some cigars when I got engaged the first time and tried them and didn't know shit about shit and choked on it because you're not supposed to inhale a cigar <laughs> and Basically, got really nauseous and you I choked and I did it wrong. Yeah. I did it wrong like everybody else does, trial by fire. Yeah. Um, but I think back now and I'm like, had somebody given me a couple of pointers, like what kind of flavor profile to look for as a new cigar smoker, like what kind of things to avoid, like... As a first-time cigar smoker, you don't want this cigar I'm smoking right now because a sun-grown Habana fucking Ligero Especial is a really heavy cigar. Right. It has a huge nicotine content, and it's going to make you sick. Mm. So, like, where do you start? And I actually have broken in a handful of people. I had a friend of mine, Ariel, come over the house the other day. We gave her her very first cigar. Did um, you give her an acid cigar? We did. <laughs> so I gave her a vanilla-flavored acid cigar. I yeah. couldn't tell you any more than it's a vanilla-flavored acid Boom. cigar. Yeah. It was a little guy. It was about three and a half inches long, you know, maybe a 40-ring gauge. It was a little cigar. And so the um, thing about those acid cigars is that they flavor the wrapper. Yeah. Right. So you can. So when you when you're pulling off the acid cigar, you get the taste of like sugar or candy or whatever they exactly. put on the wrapper, and so that's that's a pretty tasty way to get into cigars, right? Yeah. I mean, it like smoking an acid cigar reminds me. Of, do you remember when cloves were a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So like, remember cloves had that sweet wrapper taste uh-huh. to them and everything, yeah. and it was definitely artificial. There was nothing natural about the flavoring on it. Like mm-hmm. that's an acid. That's cigar. an acid. Boom. That's what you're gonna get. And this is. Right ton of companies out there that make these flavored cigars acid is just the one that everybody knows because any cigar shop you walk into you're going to see a whole case dedicated to acid cigars right because there's a subset of cigar smokers that like flavored cigars right i'd be willing to wager it's probably cigar smokers wives (laughs) (laughs) you know if you're one of those guys out there that likes cigars with a little vanilla flavor on the wrapper i'm not going to make fun of you to your face but i might make fun of you on a podcast like this one like this one all right yeah. So you can consider that and you make fun of <laughs> It's been done. Um, you just did it. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to start smoking cigars, I wouldn't start with anything big. Like, avoid a Toro or a Gordo. Those are really big cigars. You're talking a 60-plus ring gauge, yeah. six, seven, eight inches long. Yep. That cigar is going to take you two, three hours to smoke. And if you're not accustomed to smoking cigars, a two- or three-hour smoke session on a cigar is probably going to make you really sick. Right. You probably don't want to be around that much smoke. Um, I'd probably say stick with like a Robusto size. Yeah. It's smaller. It's somewhere between like a 35 and a 40 ring gauge. Mm -hmm. It's like four or five inches long. It's a pretty standard size cigar. Yeah. Like 90% of the cigars out there that you look at are probably going to be a Robusto size. Mm. So give us a reference. What uh, reference point? If someone's looking at a cigar, what are they looking at at that size? I mean, every brand of cigar makes a cigar that size. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is that you're just looking for... You know, you're looking for something. I mean, it's it's time too, right? So like we have, we're doing a podcast right now. So you know, legs, you're smoking a pretty uh, a, a good cigar that's going to take you know an hour and a half, an hour right? Hour and a half, yeah. And so, you know, you look at uh, it's not just the, uh, um, the the brand and stuff like that. I think it's the, you know how long is this cigar going to take me? How heavy is this cigar? How dark is it? Like, I actually learned something about these uh, the darker cigar wrappers that that's not a natural wrapper. Like I like the real dark Maduros, and so what I learned about these 
um, was that the wrappers they take um, they take like a regular leaf uh, that they would wrap it with, and usually a little lighter. Uh, and then they take all the stems and stuff from the plants, and they soak it in water uh, until it turns to this dark, dark nicotine-filled water, because that's where most of the nicotine is, is in the stems. And so then they take the wrappers, these natural wrappers, and they soak them in this water so that they turn black and dark. And now the, the, now the wrapper is not only dark, but it has more nicotine as well. Um, and so that's where these darker Maduro uh, cigars come from, and they're heavy, you know, and that adds to the weight of these cigars. So, I mean, you can get a... You know, you can get a smaller cigar that's light, and then you can get a darker cigar that's the same size, and it's going to be pretty aggressive. Well, yeah, that's like those. Uh, so Tabernacle has a whole bunch of cigars I love that we absolutely yeah. love. Me and Mike smoke. Me and Sweets smoke a bunch of them. It's all right. If they watch the Facebook, they that'll, know. They know. That'll be edited. Um, <laughs> I'll be. I'll bleep it. So we smoke a bunch of these Tabernacle cigars. They're small. Yeah. I haven't seen anything terribly big. Mostly a robusto size, but these things have so much weight to them. Mm. It's such a heavy cigar. The right. first time I smoked one, it made me nauseous. Yep. I was like, wow, I can't believe how heavy this cigar is. I mean, now fast forward a couple of years of heavy cigar smoking, and yeah. Tabernacle's like a lunchtime cigar for me. Right. But uh. Well, what what are you smoking, Legs? What do right you got? now? I got yeah. the Liga Pravada Number no. Nine by Drew okay. Estate. Yeah. Um, what do you know about that thing? What do I know about it? It's full bodied, but it's uh, it's smooth, silky. Um, it's got some undertones of chocolate, is it, coffee. Is it meaty? It's meaty. It says it's meaty. I don't quite taste the meat. <laughs> I don't know where the meat's coming from. But it's a meaty it's cigar. Meaty. It yeah, is, it's yeah. meaty. Cigar aficionado. So like when we go on there to try to find the reviews for these cigars, I gotta say, they got the most creative. Reviews for these cigars. I got to go back to Dubs. What was the, uh, what, w- what was the review that they had for your cigar on on Aficionado? I think it, it had. Oh god, it, that was it an sold, impressive review. It yeah, sold me. Yeah, let's read you know, that. Like even if you didn't give, give that cigar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you hadn't given that cigar a nine point four, which 9. is unheard 4. of. Okay, we don't we don't do that around here. This is just, yeah, just did some yeah. weird shit on our show. But even if it wasn't a nine point four. I'd have been sold on this simple review. Oh, yeah. Give it to the, us. What do so we got? This one sentence gave me like a half a chub when yeah. I heard this. I got thing. chills. <laughs> I got chills. Each draw is a symphony of delicately commingled nuances, wow. ranging from resounding mocha and dark chocolate savor <sighs> to Man. dainty cedar and pepper undertones. Dainty cedar. You had me at symphony. Right. Tell me that didn't make your dick wiggle. <laughs> like, just uh, like, I'm here, like I'm it, hearing. Listen. Listen. The orchestra in my brain. In my I want to know who writes this shit. Right. Okay, so if you're out there and you're listening to this cigar aficionado writer, get a hold of us. Okay, I got a job for you. <laughs> I got a job. Yeah. yeah. Right. I want you to write my bio. Write a bunch of blogs for us. <laughs> I want you to write my bio if you don't I'll mind. I'll update my LinkedIn profile. Yeah. <laughs> what you write about you write. So, uh, so why don't you? Uh, um, so, what do you think about that Liga? That's a big cigar, right? So I mean, the, you've yeah. been hitting this for you're on you're into so forty minutes now. We're into like 40, 45 yeah. minutes. So, and I got a good good ways left, mm-hmm. probably another forty five to an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's smooth. It, it does everything I needed to do. Um, I love the Drew Estate brand. I had um, a Feral Pig the other Ooh, night, the which feral was pig, great. Yeah. Um, this is more flavorful than it the is. Feral Pig. Uh, the Feral Pig was smooth. It was uh, a little less punch, mm-hmm. but this one, this one's great. This is probably my favorite by Drew Estate. I like a full-bodied cigar, especially at nighttime. You yep. know, in the in earlier in the uh, earlier in the day, I'll smoke a lighter cigar, like golfing, golfing, in the morning, yeah, yeah, a nice light cigar. Let's not pretend. You know, you like breakfast cigars. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a thing. I'll have a dark one. I'll have a dark one in, in breakfast time too. But sure. you know, it's it's a little bit easier to, for the uh, for the palate, mm-hmm. the lighter cigar in the morning. 
Um, the Perdomo makes a good one, the Champagne, which I yep. like in the morning. I like that. Um, we had some of those recently, right? That's what that's we had, what we had golfing. golfing. Yeah. yeah, those are great. Yeah, I just tried one of those the yeah. other day. It came well, in the, the pod, the Podfather was Podfather hitting us back-to-back with, back with those. So. Yes. Yeah. He, those were good, yeah, man. Those those were good. Like he had, and that was the other one. He had the back-to-backs, too. Right. Yeah, the Perdomos, yeah. the back-to-back there. Um, so now, how long have you been smoking cigars? So I'm not at the level of these two gentlemen. I'm an inter intermediate cigar smoker sure um at the beginning i was the acid guy you okay know? but this was years ago yep then i moved my way up um i'm a big fan of some some of the brands i like the lfd mm-hmm. i like the san cristobal um like you know like i said the drew estate mm-hmm. is a big one big favorite of mine padron padron makes a couple like good Padrones. ones i like yeah, yeah um, are good. but i only i only get to smoke a cigar probably once or twice a week mm-hmm. so i'm not as well versed in the you know the cigar lingo but you know, I can tell I can tell a good cigar. I can right. eye a good cigar. Yeah. And then you know, obviously take in suggestions and all that. Like the My Fathers are a good one. Yep. That that I smoked the other day, um, as well. Um, I go to the smoke shop in Middleton, and okay. they have a pretty good selection. Yeah. And they got a good little area I smoke. I, I was there more about twice a week at one point, tw- two three times a week. I don't have a humidor at my house. I'm okay. not at that level yet. So you just grab a couple and hit them before and they dry out, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you know, I have an extra humidor I can hook you up with. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Look at that. We're going to gonna break you from intermediate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got to step my game. Far up. too many accessories. Yeah. So so I have a um, I have a My Father. You just brought up My Father. And I have the um, La Opulencia. And um, so they have, uh, once again, I'm going to reference the uh, Cigar Aficionado's quotes here. And uh, so this says, uh, this premium has a smooth and creamy taste with leather and cocoa nuances. And, you know, it, well, I'll continue reading. Each sample that went across our office burnt beautifully and smoothly down to the end. And I'll admit I hated to put this one down. And I can't lie. I mean, this is my second one. I've, I, I usually go to the Le Bijou. And um, they were saying that this is a little bit better than the Le Bijou. This is a 95 rating. So for those of you that know, that's a pretty good rating for a wow. cigar. Number two cigar of 2018. Um, and my father seems to hit across the board. You know, in the top ten every now and then, and uh, they got a the Le Bijou was um, was a 2015? 2015 no, number, number one, one. number yeah. one 2015, and so you know this is a great cigar. Once again, you know that darker wrapper, Maduro, full body. This one's heavy. Once again, like Dubs was saying, you know this isn't the kind of cigar that you give to somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Um, you know, because it will turn you green. You know, you'll probably get a little nauseous, a little sick, and uh, so you need a tolerance for this bad, Larry. Um, you know, kind of like with the Liga too. I think every cigar we're smoking here is pretty heavy today. Yeah. Um, but I started smoking cigars about 10 years ago. And uh, when I started smoking, I'm not going to lie, I didn't thoroughly enjoy it. You know, it was uh, the industry that I'm in. A lot of people smoke cigars and a lot of people <laughs> golf. And so I would smoke a cigar and I would golf. I'm terrible at both in the beginning. Alternative vices. Yeah, still terrible <laughs> at golf. I'm a little better at smoking cigars now. But, the uh, you know, my I was introduced via the Liga Pravada. That was where people got me in. My buddy um, has been on the show, The Running Man, yep. uh, has been on our show. And he um, he's the one that got me into the Ligas. And he would show up at all these events with a box of Liga Pravadas. And that was my thing. And in the beginning, that was my go-to. It was the Liga or something like it. And since then, I have uh, opened my mind a little bit to a bunch of other cigars. Dubs has brought in some cigars that I've enjoyed. The Podfather has given me some cigars that I've enjoyed. The Running Man drops them off every now and then. And so, you know, I've expanded my palate. To the point where, like you were just saying, you know, you got the 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 earlier in the day cigar. You know what I mean? Like if you're golfing or if you're going to have a cigar on a warm day and you're going to be out in the yard mowing the lawn or something, you want that 
Connecticut wrapper, right? The the nice light wrapper, yeah. um, something a little bit smaller, something smooth that's not going to destroy you. Uh, these are the evening cigars when you're done and you can just go lay on the couch and zone out afterward. <laughs> you can uh, deal with being a little dizzy here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't have anything to do yeah, after yeah, this. Yeah. This is the perfect kind of cigar to smoke. If you're about to sit down for a meal that your wife makes that you don't really like, mm. you should totally have one of these cigars. You're not going to taste shit. Pro yeah. tip. Pro <laughs> tip right Pro there. Tip, Pro yeah. tip. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So there, there it is, guys. There's the solution to that problem if you're listening. Um, but so I got a question. All right. So... You know, there's a lot of little habits and rituals and tricks that people pick up smoking cigars, right? And so right from the start, you know, when I'm walking around in a humidor at a store, like I go to, I like Total Wine, I go in there, I'm walking around the humidor, and I'm looking for cigars to pick. Uh, what do you guys look for in a cigar when you're in a humidor? Like when you're looking around, what are you looking for? You, you're looking for variety, right? You're going to yeah. grab 10 cigars, or you might grab a box or something. What are you looking for? I mean, take it away. Dubs. For me, it's yeah, right? almost always the same thing. Like, I'm a big fan of the uh, Ligero Especial, no matter who has it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a flavor profile that I really like. I like yeah. a sun grown Habana. Like, that's where my, that's where I just stay. That's where you live, huh? So, like, it's a heavy cigar. It smokes heavy. It's a dark Maduro wrapper. I mean, this one's actually probably lighter than the other two that I brought with me tonight. Yep. But that's what I look for. And I mean, I don't buy small cigars because I have the time. Like, I work from home and I have the time. So you want to I dedicate sit outside and I can hours, smoke yeah. for an hour and a half, yeah. two hours, two and a half hours. So, like, for me, it's about size and it's about the flavor profile. You know, I like a cigar that's got a nice peppery finish to it. So almost everything that you see me smoke is going to be similar in terms of what it looks like. It's going to yep. be colored close to the same. It's going to be very similar in terms of, like, how gritty it looks. Mm-hmm. Um but, I mean, that's usually what I stick with. I, okay. I generally don't like small cigars, so I'm almost exclusively in, like, the 45-plus ring gauge size. Like, okay. that's a pretty thick cigar. And yep. the one I'm smoking right now, it's a Torpedo, so it's a little different. Um, I like the I like to go a little bigger than the 45. 48-plus. Like yeah, to live I mean, up 45's, there. like, as small as I go. Right. Like, that's a pretty this like one's a, probably a a decent size right? Robusto. Yeah, that's probably a 45. Yeah. Yep. Like, a, a Churchill's usually, like, a 40 to a 45. Yep. Um, Robustos are usually around a 40, 42. Yep. Um, but I like bigger cigars, so I usually go for, like, a Toro. Okay. Um, the one I brought with me, the other one that I have with me, an Asylum 13 Gordo. Things a 7-inch long 70 ring the gauge fat body. cigar. The fat it's body, enormous. yeah. enormous. But that cigar will take me minimum two hours to smoke that that's an event cigar is an event so like that's perfect for you know it's nine o'clock it's saturday i got my fire roaring outside sitting outside with my tablet yeah want to watch a movie on my tablet i can watch the whole movie after like i can smoke the cigar while i get my whole shit set up watch the whole movie then put the finishing touches on my cigar. <laughs> so once again, we come back to time. We come back to time, right? So, you know, the event of a cigar, we come back to the size is based on the time you have for a cigar too, right? So, yep. like, I pick cigars based on the time. Exactly, yeah. You know, I mean, obviously I have my go-to like you're saying. I mean, uh, Legs, how do you pick your cigar when you go? That's number one. I got to account for the time because typically I have, say, I have an hour in between, an hour and a half time, in yeah. between. I stop, by the, I stop by the cigar shop. I, mm-hmm. usually, I typically smoke it in there. So I look for something that I eye something that I think I can finish within right. the hour or an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I go with the staple brands, you know, yep. the, the ones that I like, the, the ones that I've had experience with. 
And then something something similar to it, or like you know, I'll ask for a suggestion. I'm at the point where sometimes I'll I'll ask the uh, cigar shop owner for a suggestion. Yep. I like this. What's similar, so I can. Mm-hmm. You know, add a, add a little bit more range to my knowledge, you know. I like that. Yeah. Go in with an open mind. Yeah. What do you guys suggest? That's actually how I found a lot of the brands that I smoke now on a regular basis. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, when I walk into two guys, I'm a regular there. They know the flavor profile I like. They know all of it. So, like, like walk I in. Mean, dubs, try this. Yeah. <laughs> they got his picture I'll, up in the bathroom. Yeah. Right. Watch out no, for this I'll, guy. I'll, I'll walk in and I'll just walk up to the counter and be like, hey, why don't you go pick me 10 cigars? Right. And they'll pick me 10. And I know at least five of those are going to be something that I've had before. I know I like. You know what I mean? Like, there'll be a Sereno in there. There'll be a Siri V in there. Mm -hmm. Probably a Padron 64 in there. But then there'll be a couple of things I haven't heard of. Like, I'd never heard of those Sereno cigars before. Right. And then Trevor, one of the dudes there, he was like, I think you're real. He was like, Dubs, I think you're really going to like this cigar. Did it to himself. Yeah. (laughs) So I tried it out. A lot, of beep, lot of bleeps in this one, guys. A lot of bleeps. <laughs> right? Yep. Going to need some real editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. Sweets is going to earn his money on this one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's great. I love well, you know what? cigars, too. Samplers, right? Samplers is the jam. You know what I mean? A lot of these shops will put together a sampler of their house cigars. You know what I mean? The ones that they like with their recommendations. Grab a sampler pack. You know what yep. I mean? I pick my cigars based on kind of like what Legs was saying, that you know, names I'm familiar with, cigars I'm familiar with, and then maybe a different one of their cigars. Like, I'm a big fan of the Le Bijou. This was the first time I saw the Opulencia, and I'm like, you know, let me try this one too. You know, so you can kind of expand on that brand as well. Mm-hmm. And they usually have a lot of different types of cigars, and you can, you know, get the one that, that fits your situation, the timeline, the time of day, the event, right? You know what's a weird thing that I do is, like, I don't go to the big names. I don't go to Cohiba or yeah. Monte Cristo or right. those for some reason. I don't know yeah. why. I just feel like... Well, we all boycotted David off earlier. David off, yeah. I don't go. I don't <laughs> see. I, I disagree with this because I actually enjoy a handful of those. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we all collectively agreed on David off yeah. earlier. So, I don't, and I'll be honest with you, I've only I, had one. I of just them. smiled and nodded. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, I just yeah. shut the fuck up yeah. and sat in the all background right. and was well, like, "Well, if you listen to David off, we love you, but you're not going to smoke his cigar." <laughs> I just haven't had luck with them. So, yeah, same. Yeah, same. So, all right. So let's let's take it a step further. So, so you get the cigar of your choice, right? You pick it. And now you're sitting there, and let's talk about the equipment. So, you know, we got um, the, the cutter that we were using earlier, right? That's yep. a, That was a gift. And this was a, a closed-back cutter. And the purpose of a closed-back cutter um, is so that you can only cut so much off the cigar, right? Now, a lot of people use one of these open-ended ones where you push the cigar all the way through. And what do they tend to do, Dubs? They break the crown. Right, they break the crown. They cut too much off the end of the cigar. And so the crown, when you see a cigar, is the closed end. And the crown usually comes up just enough to keep it closed, and you don't want to break that because then it starts to unpeel on you when you're smoking it, right? Yep. And so these closed back cutters are great, and if you get one, you can get them custom made like mine is with your initials, um, which was a nice gift. And then, uh, but it, it just cuts the right amount off, and I'm gonna say it doesn't cut more than like an eighth of an inch off the tip. Not even. Yeah, you know. just just enough. And I mean, if you're using a torpedo, you might have to hit it four or five times to get the right spot. <laughs> that was a problem I had earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweets hands me the cutter, and I was like, "Oh, thanks." And then I looked down, and I was like, "Ah, son of a bitch, it's a closed back cutter." Yeah. He was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, you're gonna have to use that like at least three, maybe four times yeah. to cut enough off your torpedo." So you you two, what do you think about the cigar punch? The I like that. You like that? So I, do. I have mixed emotions about it. Okay. So I only find it works on really big cigars. Mm-hmm. And, and just to be is, clear, this really just punches a hole in the end of the cigar. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I have a really nice lighter that has a cigar punch on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So in a pinch, if I don't have a cutter, 
I can just use my lighter and I can punch a hole in the right. back of the cigar real quick. Um, it just makes a nice little probably quarter to half inch deep hole in mm-hmm. the back of the cigar. It's not going to break the crown, right? which is fantastic. So it's really useful for that. If you have a problem cutting cigars, try using a punch for a while. Right. Um, or even a V-cut. A V-cut's going to do the same thing. You can only go so yep. deep with a V-cut. Right. It's the same. And I actually like the, the V-cut over the punch. The V-cut almost always breaks the crown, I find. You think so? Depends on how deep the V-cut is. True. Like I've seen really shallow Vs. Don't and they have I've a double really V too? V's. Oh, the, is that a W? <laughs> no. It, so they make a uh, – you can cross-cut. Okay. So I cross-cut sometimes when Do I you? use a V. Okay. Um, but, like, I don't know. I'm a big fan of just snipping off just enough off the back of my cigar mm-hmm. to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you a little bit of play, too, because, like, a really dense, really heavily packed cigar, yeah. it's going to clog. It is. I know. <laughs> when you get to the back of it, it's going to clog. There's a couple of solutions to that. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, though. Yep. We're not there yet. Yep. yep. We'll talk about so that. we'll talk about the other one that yep. Sweets actually taught me about yep. that I literally just did to this. You guys are going to love it. There's another pro tip coming at you it's guys. A pro tip. Yep. A pro tip. But, another pro uh, tip. You know, the easy solution is if you're smoking a cigar that you've barely snipped anything off the back of yeah. and it's starting to get heavily resonated and you can't yeah. get a clean draw off of it anymore, you take your cutter yeah. and cut off just like another eighth inch off right. the back of it yep. and it'll start pulling clean again because right. all the resin builds up at the bottom. Right. And sometimes on cheaper cigars, you'll notice like that resin buildup will start getting drippy. And gross. And disgusting. So yeah. just cut it. like. That's you won't get that with like a twenty dollar stick, but right. you will get that with like a, a six dollar stick. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, avoid that. So it actually makes a difference where you cut the cigar, how much you cut off, and stuff like that. And so, all right. So let's go from cutting to lighting. All right, this is cigar one hundred and one. So we're talking about just the basics here. And for a real long time, I mean, obviously, use well. Actually, you know what? Let me go to cutting for a quick second. Is that <laughs> so? I got a friend um, that he and I used to smoke cigars together a lot. And for some reason, he has gone feral on me, savage, right? I give him a cigar now, and he just bites the fucking end off, <laughs> all right? So all I can say is don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be, that, don't, don't be the guy in a group full of people smoking cigars that just fucking choose the end off the cigar because you're an animal. It's not cool. It's dumb. Don't just do wait that. for the cutter. Yeah, the, the cutter will come around, I promise. Don't use scissors or a fucking kitchen knife. Um, but, you know, there's, there's definitely uh, something to be said for a well-cut cigar. Um, so now, lighting the cigar. All right, and this is, the, it seems simple, right? You just put fucking fire to it. Right. But there's a couple different methods. And oh, there's a bunch of ways to light So I've learned a couple that, you know, kind of went against what I had originally been doing. Obviously, I use a torch like anybody with some common sense. It's a cigar. You don't use a cigarette lighter. So you use a cigar torch. So talk about what a cigarette lighter does to a cigar. Well, I mean, I, I, it I, takes for fucking yeah, ever it, to get it, it, it compromises the flavor. <laughs> it I would does. Say, yeah, I mean, the, but, the butane. Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, just the. It tastes gross. Um, I, to be honest little, with you, yeah. the best way is a wooden match. Is from what I've been told, or a piece of or cedar. cedar. Um, so cedar if you chips. if you light a wooden match, or if you light a piece of cedar, which a lot of cigars come wrapped in, or a cigar box might have a piece in there, you light the end of it. You, you light the cigar with that, and it keeps that natural flavor. Uh, you don't want to use a Zippo because then you're going to taste the fuel. You don't want to use a cigarette lighter because then you're going to taste the fuel. And then even the cigar torches, what I used to do is um, because I wanted to light it fast, I would put it right into the flame. And I did that for a long time, and it didn't really affect the cigar that much. But then I was told that you don't actually put the flame to the cigar. Did you know that? Yeah, no, you put it just – so – Technically, the flame still hits the cigar, but it's different. But like, you don't you don't burn you the end the of the cigar. Want the clear, super hot yeah. fire on the outside right. to touch it. So that's the thing. Like 
fire's heat is determined by the color, and right. the hottest fire is clear. Right. You can't see it. But you want the tip of the flame just outside the front of the cigar, and you want to draw the heat in to light the cigar. You don't actually want to burn the tip of the cigar. You don't want to burn the wrapper and stuff. So, like, if you're going to use a torch, what? I, and I just learned this recently, that you don't actually put the flame to the end of the cigar. Um, and, you know, I, I imagine that if you're relighting the cigar, you have no choice. But in the beginning, tend not to do that. But the uh, the cedar, I've used a cedar before. Have you done it? Yeah. Do you like it? I mean, to me, it's just an extra step. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. It looks cool, it, though. I when you're it, the guy in the yeah, room that pulls out a piece of cedar, cedar and you're it. like, hold on, guys. Yeah. 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 So, like, if I'm smoking a really premium cigar at the lounge with, like, a bunch of other dudes that I want to look at me and be like, oh, yeah, that motherfucker's smoking a really good cigar. And he's, like... He knows his, he knows he's his doing stuff. his shit. Yeah, like, his shit. I but I also shit. have like eleven <laughs> torch flames, like a ton of different fucking awesome lighters that I've bought over the years and stuff. Like I don't use the six dollar shitty torch. I have an eighty dollar lighter that right. I use to light my cigars. So like, I would prefer to just use my equipment. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't see the point in lighting a piece of cedar with my really expensive torch flame and then lighting my cigar with my cedar. It's a good point. I mean, it just it feels like an extra step to me. Plus, then you have to dispose of the cedar. Where am I going to put it? Am I but putting once it in again, the ashtray? Like, it's all aesthetics, my friend. It looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah. You look like a badass when you light a piece of cedar and you fucking... It's like pulling a stick out of a fire and lighting your cigar off the <laughs> stick from the fire. You just look like a fucking savage. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely... I And I do notice a difference. When you light it with bit. the cedar versus lighting it with the torch, I do notice a little bit of a difference. I feel like some of that flavor profile from the cedar gets right. into the tip of the cigar and burns for that first couple of puffs. It does. You know, before you're getting any of that flavor from, like, your cigar resonating itself and everything, you actually get yeah. a little bit of that smoky cedar flavor. It does flavor nothing the first, for the like, second half of the pulls. cigar, But it does not. It, it, yeah. After you get a quarter of an inch into your cigar, it's toast. Doesn't anything, anything that it added is gone. So now let me ask a stupid question. So for those of you that are, are thinking about smoking cigars, you guys remember when you used to smoke cigarettes and you do the monkey fuck? <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> right, where you come over and nobody's yeah. got a lighter, and you're like, "Yo, let me get, let me monkey fuck that cigar, yeah, that yeah. cigarette, real quick." And uh, so, so just a little taboo: don't ask anyone to monkey fuck their cigar to light your cigar. Get your own lighter. <laughs> <laughs> don't be that guy. All right, another pro oh, tip for you: don't God. don't monkey fuck proper cigars. etiquette. Yeah, I, I've never seen that happen, but now I'm gonna try it just to see if it works. I don't even know that it'll work. I don't know if it'll work either, but it I think it's a, a it's a hell of an ask. Yeah, hey, dude, can I, gra- can I grab that cigar and monkey fuck that thing real quick? <laughs> yeah, I just need, I don't have a lighter. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that's a terrible ask. It's horrible cigar etiquette. It's horrible COVID etiquette. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> finger fucking the dude's <laughs> yeah, let, cigar. Let me put my fucking mouth all over your cigar. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, so we got cutting. We got lighting. All yep. right. So now we got smoking. Smoking. All right. Yes. So now, like, with a nice fine wine, right? Um, you know, it's all about the flavors, right? We, we heard some of these flavors. I think uh, I was just reading a little bit more about my opulencia, and it says, uh, the combustion is perfect. The draw offering earthy underpinnings of chocolate and cocoa with each puff, balanced by a mid-palate oakiness and sweeter, subtle top notes of anise and nougat. Nougat. Fucking nougat in my nougat. cigar. So I just, I just listed a whole bunch of different flavors that if you're chugging down a fucking cigar because you're just trying to get through it, are you going to enjoy that? You're not going to experience that. Of course not, no. right? And so, you know, smoking the cigar isn't about getting through it. A cigar is an event, right? When you grab a cigar, when you buy a, 
a ten dollar yeah, stick or it's a twenty dollar stick. It's not a cigarette giving you your fix. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There's a significant amount of nicotine in a cigar. But I'm like, fucking buzzed. We talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm, on, I'm on my second heavy sun grown. Yeah, we just Maduro, did two back like, two back to back cigars ooh. in the last two hours. So. But it it's like you said, it's not about getting your fix. Mm-hmm. It's not choking down a cigarette real quick. Yo, let me rip this butt as fast as I can so I can get my fucking chemical fix and fix my withdrawal symptoms. Yep. Smoking a cigar is about sitting down and enjoying the experience. Like, mm-hmm. I have a lot less fun smoking a cigar sitting outside when it's 100 degrees by myself mm-hmm. doing nothing than I have when it's 70 degrees sitting by my fire pit yep. enjoying the nice ambiance and actually taking the time to sit down and enjoy my cigar, focusing on my cigar or, instead of focusing on some other bullshit that's going on in life. Like, it's a good time to decompress. Mm-hmm. You enjoy the cigar more when you're actually in a setting that's conducive of you enjoying your cigar. I love that. Like a well-ventilated podcast studio yeah. with friends. I mean, this podcast studio blasting. does have smoke vents. Yes. <laughs> a well-ventilated smoke, smoking we, we literally put in here because we were like, we can't keep recording podcasts in this <laughs> fucking cloud of smoke. Yeah. Well, just <laughs> to be going to get sick. Just to be clear, they're just bathroom vents that are really quiet. So there's that. But they yeah, work. They, they work. work great. Yeah, yeah, but they vent into the dead space in the top of this garage. It works out beautifully. They do. No, this is a high-end podcast studio. Don't tell them it's a garage. <laughs> 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 this is a classy joint, all right? <laughs> so, so what about what about you, legs? What's your uh, when you smoke a cigar? How do you uh, are you like a a one puff? That was gonna, yeah, that was my next. Sometimes I'm a one puff. Sometimes yeah. I'll go up to three. Yeah, I'm I'll, a three puff I'll do guy. A three puff. I feel like the first yeah, puff puffer. doesn't yeah. give me what I need. So I'm a one puff, two puff, three puff hold in my mouth. Yeah. Taste the smoke and blow it out. Let's let's. I'm gonna All hit right. it with that right All now. Right. Hold on, everybody. Hold on a second. Mm. That is the appropriate length of time for a triple puff. I just did a four puff. What was that? About four seconds? I did, yeah. I did three puffs. Yeah. So it's like a one second puff, a one second puff, a two second draw and hold. See, hold. now, now I, I think that has a lot to do with tolerance too, right? Yes. So like if you're, a, if you're a newcomer to the cigar, you might just be a one puff. Like it's lit, you get one little puff, you taste it, you let it out, right? You don't inhale it you just pull it into your mouth and that might be enough for you so i, th- I find myself after the three puff i yep. go one puff right and then okay. maybe three again okay i mean it's definitely it, i think it also has to do with where you are in the cigar right so like right now i've only got about three inches left on the cigar maybe even a little bit less so you're like full throttle that thing's full throttle right now i am yeah. i am but we we referenced something earlier um where we were talking about when the cigars get kind of clogged up Right, and so now I'm, I'm at the point where I need three or four puffs to actually get a good drawer off the cigar. Now, in the beginning, one or two puffs might do, right? You get a nice, fresh, well-humidified cigar. It's just been lit, and you might be one or two puffs to get what you need, right? It brings up another good point. We right. need to talk about proper cigar maintenance. Okay. Now, why don't you do that? Significant. Why don't you, why don't you lead um, us in on that one? <laughs> sure. I'll just jump right in. Just do put it. me on the spot. Um, so, earlier... Legs mentioned that he doesn't have a humidor at home. So this is important because if you want to protect your cigar, they need to be kept at a minimum humidity level to keep them not moist, but moist enough. Don't use that word. So that, no, I I, I chose my word. So you don't want your cigar to be soggy. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be sitting there at like an 80 humidity and fucking drenching your cigar. It'll ruin it, and you can't bring back a cigar that's over-humidified. 
but you can bring back a cigar that's underhumidified. So if a cigar gets yeah. dry, you can season it again and you can revive it. So the reason this is important is because a really dry cigar is just going to burn through really fast. Yep. And you're not going to enjoy it. You're not no. going to get any of the flavor out of it. It's not going to resonate at all. It's just going to be. It's going to be like smoking a cigarette. Right. It's just quick. A really get big through the fucking heavy cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> so like you don't want to keep like quick and dry sex. Yes. Not yeah. good for Bad. anybody. Another so pro tip, like, guys. <laughs> this, this is why you don't just keep cigars out on a counter or like yep. in a Ziploc baggie, like with your a damp towel. Just fucking yeah. dry out. <laughs> just wrap so, them in a wet napkin. <laughs> these will be good. These will be that's, good. <laughs> that's where a humidifier comes into play. Like, yeah. I have a humidor. My humidor at home holds 130 cigars. Sounds like a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> but I also only have to buy cigars every couple months. So mm-hmm. that's a stand-up joint, right? No, 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 that's, no. It's, it's on my counter. On it's counter, about, okay. I'd say probably 18 inches wide and okay. about 8 inches tall. Um, two-tiered. It's nice. It's nice. It's got dividers. That way I can keep my cigars separate, her cigars right. separate. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, she smokes a different profile than I do. Right. So, like, we both smoke really good cigars, but she smokes lighter cigars. She's not a big fan of the Sun Groans like I am and things like that. So, like, we have drastically different cigars in the humidor. Right. But you can keep them all together. Um, but that's why, like, if you leave a cigar shop, a cigar shop, not like I went to Total Wines to buy a couple cigars. Like, right. you leave, like, a two guys. Or, like, Sunoco. They're going to send you <laughs> out with a humidified bag. So, yeah. they keep the bags in a humidifier so they stay at the proper humidity. Right. And then your cigar will be okay if you don't open that bag for a couple, couple days. days. Couple yeah. days yeah. yeah. You can get a solid couple days Long enough out to of get it. to your golf, uh, yeah. your tea yeah. time, or your event. But, like, don't buy a box of cigars and then just leave them on your counter in the box. Right. Like, that's, they're going to dry out yeah. in the time it would take you to smoke a box of cigars yeah. so like, see that's where i'm at i'll buy i'll buy the nicely packaged cigar with the you know the humidifier within the within that packaging and then smoke them within two or three days yeah exactly and which is fine yeah the cigar will hold a properly humidified cigar will hold for a couple days yep. outside of any other treating right i mean it, you can get a travel humidor mm-hmm. for like 10 bucks mm-hmm. so like if you're gonna buy five for like a golf weekend yep and you want to bring them on the plane. Spring for the 10. Them. Yeah. Spend yeah. the 10 bucks. <laughs> buy a fucking travel humidor. Yeah. Spend the $7 on the... Isn't there a place you can, you can buy those whatever, from um, Cigar from Outfitters, right? You yeah. can buy travel humidors and other products uh, from this company, Hashtag Cigar, cigar, cigar outfitters. outfitters. Huh? It's a pretty yeah. cool company. You should check it out. The guys yeah. that own it are assholes. Though. Yeah, they yeah. suck. But they sell good stuff. They, they got some new products coming out, apparently, but the COVID-19 fucked up yeah. everything. It's, it's but you weird. can buy humidors from but them. But they put out good podcast content. So. They do. They yep. do. Yep. They do. They've been known to be special <laughs> guests on our podcast right. from time to time. <laughs> Hashtag Cigar Outfitters. Not, not sure who these guys are, but yep. you might see a commercial pop up at some point That's when right. things are up and running. <laughs> That's right. Um, so where are we? Yeah, are we still doing uh, properly maintaining your cigars maintained. is the most important thing. And if you don't know how to do it, just ask the guys at the cigar shop. Not the Sunoco or the gas yeah. station, but a cigar shop. I personally had an issue with this a couple months back. I could not, for some reason, get my humid my humidor to stay at the right humidity. I usually yeah. like to keep it around a fifty eight to a sixty two is yeah. usually where I like to stay. It keeps yeah. my cigars nice and I'm fresh. A little higher sixties. Yeah, 68. I mean, and anything around a sixty is solid. Yeah. Anything it, you want to stay between a sixty and a seventy. Yeah, I'm a sixty-eight. I like. Em. I know some guys that I'm say, taking notes no, right it's got to be yeah. a sixty-seven, sixty-eight. So. That's the only way. <laughs> yeah. I know some guys that are like, nah, I like mine at a fifty-five. Like everybody uh, has under their sixty, preference. I'm not under in. sixty is yeah, not. I'm, I'm not, not too keen on it. No. I like to stay right at sixty if I can. Sixty yep. to sixty-two is like the jam. I like a nice wet droopy cigar. Yeah. You like it you know, drippy. Yeah, droopy. 
Not droopy. 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 Wet and droopy. Droopy's like, droopy's like a moist. Droopy's yeah. close to moist. Yeah, yeah it is. On the same level. Droopy. No. Droop. Moist, moist is like a little wet. Yeah, yeah. It's not droopy. Droopy <laughs> is <Yeah>. like soggy. <laughs> soggy, yeah. So, all right. So, we got this, uh, we got this uh, uh, maintenance for a cigar. And so this actually brings us to what we were just talking about before is when you're when you're smoking your cigar and, and the amount of puffs that it takes. So I just performed a, uh, a service to my cigar, which is what we're going to talk about right now. And this is called purging. All right. And the so purge. The purge. Right. It's so, only allowed once a year. So, <laughs> so uh, well, you really only need it once a cigar sometimes, too. So I learned this down in Florida. I, there was a gentleman down there that, um, you know, we were sitting around. There's probably 20 of us sitting at the uh, the. Um, Oh, what the hell was the name of the club? This really nice uh, uh, place down in Palm Beach. And uh, the Breakers. Beautiful hotel. We were sitting outside, 20 of us in this big circle smoking cigars. And this uh, guy next to me pulls out a bag of Cubans. Gave me one of the best cigars I've ever had. Definitely would have beat you 9.4. This was a 9.8. That's fine. 9.8. And we're going to get one on the show. I got a guy that's sending a box up. So we'll be hitting those soon. No name drops? Not yet. All right. Not yet. It's coming soon, though. And um, But this was... Such a great cigar, and I got about halfway into it, and I was struggling. He was sitting next to me, saw me struggling to draw off of it. I was hitting like three, four, five puffs, and it kept going out. I kept relighting, and he's like, why don't you just purge it? And I was like, what the fuck is that? The fuck you and he's about? like, all right, he gave me the torch, and he goes, so just draw on it till it's, till it's good and lit. And then he said, light it and blow out of it. And I'm like, okay. So I fucking lit it, and I blew into it, and the thing lit up like a candle, wow. right? And I just kept blowing out, and what it was doing was pushing all this tar, all this stuff out the other end of the cigar and it was burning off, right? And so I burnt off all that buildup in the cigar and then he said, all right, now take a puff. And it was like a brand new fucking cigar. Wow. I yep. got to start the second I'll, half of I'll the cigar. I'll do one for right show. I need a right. tutorial It changes that. everything, man. You, yeah. get, you, you, know, you get frustrated, you get halfway into a cigar. Watch him. Watch. So for those of you that are listening, he's lighting it. So now it's lit. Out. And he's blowing out and it's like a candle. Look at that. And so it's burning off all of the oil that you builds up. Yeah. 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 And so once the flame goes out, then it's gone. And now you can draw off it like another brand new cigar. Oh, so you're pushing out till the flame. That's right. Goes away. All right. You blow out until the flame goes out. And then that means you've burnt off all that buildup. So if you're struggling to smoke the second half of your cigar, um, that's what you can do. You can purge it. What about um, po- proper removal of the, of the label? Oh, now you're talking about God. preference. Now this is a whole this is yeah, an animal yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. You opened up a Pandora's box yeah, yeah. because you know there's there's something Slide to be said. Out if you can, maybe. So so this is I'll tell you what I was told. Yeah. All right. So rather than just how do you properly take it off, should you take it off? All right. Okay. And so or this do you is smoking until. So cigar etiquette. Right. This is cigar etiquette. So when you're in an in an open area smoking with a bunch of people, right? A lot of times what they say to do is to take the label off so that you're all kind of equal on just smoking cigars rather than who's got the better cigar, right? And so you take the label off and you're just there to enjoy cigars together. Immediately. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're smoking, okay? right? Um, you know, if, if you are really excited about the cigar you're smoking and you want to talk about it like we did on the show, <laughs> yeah. leave the label on. But uh, there's no reason to have the label on while you're smoking the cigar, correct? Right. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. It's not like it messes with the flavor nope. or holds the cigar together or anything like that. Like. The biggest pain in the ass is I, I've noticed this. You'll be able to tell the difference in the quality of a cigar by how easy it is to get the wrapper off. Right. So when you get down to it, I usually smoke until just about when I hit the wrapper. I just took the wrapper off of this one. I'm down to about two and a half inches left on my cigar. Mm-hmm. It was time. Well, it changes um, the shape of the cigar as you're smoking it, and the wrapper starts to break loose from the heat. 
Yeah, exactly. And it, it loosens up the glue a little bit so that the wrapper should just fall off or slide off like you just did to yours legs. Yep. That once you get down, if you try to peel it off in the beginning, a lot of times you'll break the wrapper. Break the wrapper, yeah. Yep. And you'll peel some of the wrapper off with it, and then you've got problems. You've got and holes. Especially on a cheaper cigar, mm -hmm. that adhesive that they use will be aggressively stuck to the leaf mm -hmm. on a cheaper wrapper, cigar, yeah. right. and it'll rip the wrapper. It's yeah. another reason why, like, if I'm smoking a cheaper cigar, I smoke right till the label so that the heat's broken up as much of the adhesive as possible so that I don't tear the wrapper. Right. when I pull the band off. Right. I mean, I'm not going to act like I only smoke $25 cigars. Like, I have just as many $4 cigars yeah, in my yeah. humidor right. as I have $20 cigars in my humidor. <laughs> but it is it is a good practice to, like, just get used to when to take the label off. Like, there's no reason to peel them all off right from the beginning, leave them on, unless, like, like I said, it's the equalizer. If we're all just going to smoke cigars, you don't need the label on. But, you know, as far as taking it off without ruining the cigar, it's worth the wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. It definitely is. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing worse than tearing the wrapper on a cigar. It's damn near impossible. If you poke a hole in the wrapper on your cigar, mm -hmm. have fun smoking with your finger over the yeah. fucking hole. <laughs> yeah. Two like a, hours. Like a, like a cob. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> yeah. the worst. Like I've thrown yeah. away cigars, like yeah. 5 or $6 sticks that I'm just out there crushing on the golf course yeah. because I accidentally punctured the wrapper. Right. And I'm like, nope. Squeezed it too hard. It. it wasn't humidified right. Yeah. Well, so my understanding is that that company we were talking about earlier, Cigar Outfitters, uh, has a product that's going to be coming out hopefully the end of the year or next year that, that actually will help hold together a broken wrapper down at the end. It will. It it's, will. Uh, it's a pretty neat little device, slides onto the back of your cigar. It's yeah. actually the purpose of this is to finish the cigar. Right. So once you get like aggressively into smoking cigars this this is definitely not for the novice but like well this is what we're about to talk about how get, much do you smoke yeah so right? when you get down to about two inches left in the cigar an right where inch I left am. in the cigar you have the most heavily resonated part of the cigar so mm -hmm. all of the flavor from the entire cigar is now densely packed into a very small area this little two inch piece that i'm smoking right now is what we're talking about exactly yeah the little nub that you have left at the end yep so once you've smoked enough cigars, you gain a real appreciation for this because this is the part of the cigar that has the most flavor. You've earned this part of the yeah, cigar. Yeah, you've earned it. Like yeah. you just put in an hour and a half worth of work right. to get to this point. Yeah. So how are you going to keep enjoying it? And I've seen some fucking hilarious solutions. <laughs> I've seen motherfuckers <laughs> stick a toothpick through it. Yeah. I've seen people use medical clamps. I've seen people use a roach clip. Roach yeah. clips, yeah, like, that's what it, I was thinking. It's fucking silly. So the design on this product, it's a beveled bell shape that slides onto the cigar on the back. So it doesn't mm -hmm. fuck with the integrity of the wrapper or anything like that. It's aluminum, so there's a little heat transfer, but not bad. It cuts down on the heat significantly so that you can continue smoking the cigar once you get down past that nub. And, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've used the product, and I've smoked a cigar down to, what, about a quarter inch yeah. left wow. on the cigar. It's yeah. as deep as I've gotten on that before it finally just, like, disintegrates you and pulls ash You can finish through. a cigar. Finish like, it. Finish. Wow. Yeah. Finish yeah. a cigar. So, so like, right now. this little piece that you've ever seen. Like, right now, I'm forced, you know, with this little two-inch nub. You're close to the end without that device. Well, and I don't want to be done. Right. Do you know what I mean? We still got more podcasts to do. We got more to talk about. I don't want to be done. I'm loving the cigar. I'm loving all these flavors now. And so now, you know, those those sentences that a cigar aficionado, aficionado was putting out there. I'm starting to feel it. I, I taste <laughs> yep. the leather, guys. You know what I mean? Now like, the leather's <laughs> Yeah. Finally. The, That's I, I just got a, sweets <laughs> just licked his yeah. chair. <laughs> I just got to taste the nougat and anise and all these wonderful things. It's all in yeah, there I'm now. Yeah, spices now. Exactly. All so this it's, thing's so peppery yeah. at this it's, point. It's, it's built up. And so, like, you definitely, you know, I've heard 
I've seen a couple different things. I saw a sign um, uh, that you could get that showed all the different sizes of cigars, and then it shows how much you should smoke of a cigar. And the recommendation is that you should stop at like a third of the cigar. Wow. And they're telling you to toss the rest of the cigar. And I, I got to disagree, man. As somebody yeah, who I enjoys disagree. the fucking hell out of a cigar, I will tell you right now, I would smoke it until I can't smoke it anymore. And right now I'm getting to the point with my fingers where I got about a half inch left before I'm starting to look like a fool. I'm already looking a little weird. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you're looking like that's the end thing. of a blunt. Yeah, right I'm, yeah. <laughs> I look desperate yeah. to smoke this cigar. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be. Well, I think that also comes down to the quality of the cigar, too. Because, like, right. I don't get that feeling if I'm smoking, like, a $6 fucking homebrew blend from the whatchamacallit cigar shop down the street. Yeah, you just, like, let's like, toss I don't, it at I don't that care. Point. I'm like, right. fuck it, whatever. It's a $6 cigar. Throw it away. Start Spark another one. Yeah. Like, whatever. But, like, right now, I'm smoking a Oliva Siri V. Right. This is a very good cigar. A 9.4. De- depending on where you buy this, you're going to spend between yeah. $16 and $22 scale. on this cigar. <laughs> yeah. And I want to enjoy every last bit of this cigar. So, like... I don't want to just toss it out. If I was following this two-thirds rule, I'd be time to get rid of this cigar. I feel like we have one of those products nearby. I feel like you're holding it in your fucking hand. I am holding it in my hand. We have <laughs> we have a special relationship with Cigar Outfitters where we get all of their products uh, in advance. Hashtag pre-release. Yeah, and uh, so this one actually looks like, uh, I mean, it could very possibly fit the cigar size that I'm smoking right now. Per- Look at that. It's almost like... It was built for that ring gauge. It's almost like this one was supposed to be here. And let me just see. Mm. I just added a bunch of life to my cigar. So now I had that little two-inch nub, and I was looking kind of foolish. And now it looks like I got a full cigar in my hand here. I mean, it didn't change the fact that you look Fuck foolish. you, Dub. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You still look like an asshole. But, but I you look, look like, like an asshole with a really cool accessory. I look classy. <laughs> but I'm still an asshole. So you're a class hole. <laughs> a class hole, yeah. <laughs> then we just coined a, a new word. A class hole. I like, class hole. I like this little flat edge on it because it works like an ashtray. So I can just put it down, and I don't even need an ashtray now. This thing is amazing. This is the most shameless fucking plug ever. But it works. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. Everybody listens. Like, and what is this plug. fucking thing that they're using? And eventually they're going to find out. But for right now... What we're talking about is how much of a cigar do you smoke? Now, if I'm golfing, so yeah, what will you get? What do you guys do in the golf cart? What do you do in between tea? You know, if tea I don't lose and, it, yeah. if I don't lose it from putting it on the fucking wheel of the golf cart oh, or the, dropping or it the on the ground, the ground. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't count how many cigars I've left on a tea box. Every fucking cigar in a tea box. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, you know what? Cigar Outfitters has a product for that too. That's coming out soon. This place is amazing. Right. But so, the on the golf course, I would say if I don't leave it on a tea box. And I smoke it until I'm officially decided to be done with it. I'm down until it's not inconvenient anymore. So now, if I get down like two, three inches, I'll just throw it on the ground and keep it moving. Because I, if I'm golfing, I got a, a travel humidor that I got from Cigar Outfitters, and I'm using it, and it's full of cigars. So why not just light another one? Yeah, I generally I bring one cigar per nine holes. Okay. Well, per person per nine per holes. Nine, yeah. So it's not uncommon for me to bring ten cigars with me. Rack so nine, you light a new one. Yeah, I light it up around the second hole. I usually snub it out around the seventh or eighth. Yep. Take a hole or two off, light one up around nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Crush that. Depends on what I'm smoking, too. I mean, if I'm smoking a bigger cigar, then it's fine. Like, right. I usually will, on the cigar, on the golf course, I don't usually like something too heavy. I like it a little lighter because, yeah. like, I got to exercise, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, 
last thing you want to do is be fucking winded trying to walk and find your ball like that. The hand-eye coordination's got to be on point. Yeah, get all dizzy and shit. (laughs) I actually find I play way better once I'm like halfway through a cigar Mm because I calm down. The nerves, yeah. I just relax. So I've actually tried to, like when I drive, when I drive the, the ball, I'm like, I'm at the tee box, and I debate, am I going to put the cigar down or am I going to try to drive it with, it with the cigar in my mouth? Yeah, yeah. And I, I usually do better with the cigar in my mouth. Wow. Oh, see, I can't. I, I can can't. putt with the cigar in my mouth, but I can't. I can't drive. I, I'm I the opposite. Drive. I'm the opposite. I mean, I can't drive anyway. There's too much effort <laughs> involved in swinging a driver. A I, can't, it's like, I can't drive anyway. Yeah. I just feel, I feel like I get to enjoy my cigar better. I just keep it moving, you know? All right, so we've got, we've got a bunch of different stuff that we've talked about. So now, what else do we have? Beyond the length of time that you smoke a cigar, what do we got left? What else is there to talk about? Cigar 101. I think that's it. A- amount amount of mean, cigars per week. Right. Yeah. I think you got like three or four pro tips here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if your wife makes shitty food, yep. smoke, smoke a before. cigar, you won't taste anything. Right? Smoke a heavy cigar. Smoke a heavy smoke cigar. Some shitty little Connecticut. It's right? not going to change the way your dentist yeah. is. Yeah. Just a side note: my wife never makes shitty food. That's right. If she That's listens, right. yeah. My wife doesn't. <laughs> like good food. Yeah. So if I'm having a cigar before the meal, it has nothing to do with the food, right? <laughs> no. Second pro tip is how much you cut off the end of a cigar, right? Yeah. You definitely don't want to cut too much off because if you, if it's a lower quality cigar and you crack that crown. It's not going to hold together. It's going to fall apart. You're going to be sitting there trying to keep the thing together. You're going to get a whole bunch of tobacco in your mouth. You're not going to be a happy camper. Right. And then uh, third pro tip was to purge your cigar. So if you're halfway into a cigar and it's starting to get a little little chunky from all the resin, you light it, you blow into it like a candle, and uh, you purge your cigar so that you can keep going. It's basically like a reset button for your cigar. And Legs is going to do it right now, and he's going to get to enjoy this uh, the bottom third of his cigar. So the trick is pull real heavy. Like get it really, really cherry. And then blow out. Now blow out. No, no, no. While Light you have it. the fire on it. There you go. Like a little candle. All right, one out. Yeah, you'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. Still learning. You got to practice. These are all practice Takes skills, time. folks. Takes time. And then... Uh, to do a proper purge, you want to do at least seven or eight pulls. Like right. hard pulls while you got the flame on it. Right. And then while you still have the flame lit. Blow out. Immediately Try start it. pushing out. Yep. And, and make you'll it a get candle. That thing going. I make mean, it a candle. I, I've been known to get six or seven inch candle flames going Let's on. Let's give legs things. another shot. Here we go. Oh, look at that thing. Now blow yeah, out. Blow hard. No, no, no with the flame. the flame. There it is. There it is. All right. Almost had it. That's all right. You'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> Practice skills, everybody. And then the fourth pro tip subscribe, share, comment. Any of those will work. Or just buy shit from Cigar Outfitters. Yes, do that too. <laughs> do that too. Send merch. Send merch. All right, everybody. So this has been another episode of the Other Stuff Podcast with sweets and dubs and legs. We hope you learned something. All I can tell you is hashtag cigars and socks. If you want ratings on these cigars, if you want to hear about the socks we've been wearing, if you want advice, if you want direction, just follow Cigars and Socks. Subscribe and share. Listen to the Other Stuff Podcast. Go back and listen to some of the other episodes. If you got any ideas for the show, keep them to yourself. We don't take suggestions. <laughs> if you like, if you like what you're listening to, hit the like button. Give us a, give us a review, five stars. Anything less than five, send me an email. We'll fix it. Give us five stars after the fact. Um, it's been great. It's been fun. You guys got anything to add? No. No. Covered it. Just fucking smoke cigars. Go buy a cigar. Yeah. Go buy a cigar. Use the knowledge that you've just gained and go buy a fucking cigar. Enjoy the hell out of it. All right, everybody. See you later. Bye. Peace.